Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. Mikey Dread. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Let's Drone Out. Joined by everyone's favourite, Curry Kitten. Hello. The irascible, ever-present Jack. Hello. And myself, Stephen. Hello. Uh, Join us for another night of no fixed agenda, FPV and related subject discussion. It's a good intro, but I really didn't think you believed I was everyone's favourite Curry Kitten. When Jack says it, he believes it. There's a certain homage that he's paying every service. single time when he says that. Yeah, it's true. He's he's my favourite. He was even more my favourite, but he he no longer plays Curry Kitten Wednesday with me. So I'm I've been distraught. What if was you Curry Kitten need... Wednesday? As a massive, let's go just plunge into that gutter and see where it takes us. What what even? I've missed you, this myself. We used to play. Sh- adventure games together you know those things that died out in the 90s no like you must you have know. played like a LucasArts style clicking oh like Day of the Tentacle adventure yeah 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 sort of yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah we never said adventure that. gamer yeah yeah Day of the Tentacle they remade that and everything Curry we, should, we could have enjoyed that together they've remade everything there's literally no new ideas left in the world no, everything's a remake. So here's the problem with with me attempting to play. Let's just air all our dirty laundry here. Yeah, do it. With me trying to play adventure games remotely, is I fall asleep. I I, I think I have sort of borderline narcolepsy when it comes to evenings and reading. It's like so. Sometimes Jack will be playing the game, and my Twitch stream would look like this. Well, <laughs> the only thing that would keep me awake playing those games was the fact that you had to like obsessively click the mouse on every single pixel in the screen about every five minutes when you're presented with a puzzle oh, yeah. that we made no sense We all had no good fun pixel hunting, didn't we? Yeah. Let's move the mouse along and along and along and along. Yeah, like so much made so Made by the... a teenage programmer going through their first drug experience and made no bloody sense to anyone, so you just had to click every pixel. Yeah. There was... The, the last game I was playing, um, we had to... Uh, we were collecting specks of dust from the pixel art. Of course we were. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds, Curry, sounds I, perfectly plausible, probably to get a roll of string, which you then had to do to get a baked potato for a wizard who would help you with your quest. Um, you know, I, I saw that you've been rickrolling people. Yeah. Well, let's, let's get the bad news out of the way, because this happened. Yeah. Do, do a solo. So I turned a, a flight controller into a piece of burnt silicon with the consistency of chocolate fudge. Um, it's not quite in focus, but the flight controller looks slightly blacker than. It's 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 a lot. Maybe blacker. it should be. I mean, 
it, it's kind of of a consistency where you could just pull wires out of it by hand and it just bends and sort of lets go. It's not good. It's not good. It's not how flight controllers should be. How did you do be. that? I flew so one pack that... on it and it was perfectly fine. I flew a second pack on it and I got, I think, one minute 20 into the flight. And I noticed that I'd lost control and it was pitching towards the ground. I took the goggles off and witnessed a beautiful plume of white smoke appearing over the field. Uh, uh, I have no damn idea. Out. Yeah, I, all I can think of is that the wires from the capacitor might have had some abuse and um, and they ended up touching each other. I have no idea, really. It flew one pack guess... beautifully. I think the flight controller became self-aware, decided it was cold, and wanted to warm itself up with yeah. disastrous consequences. Had enough of that. It had been in two other models before, so the capacitor had been in two other models before. I think maybe the wires just got bent around a wee bit. But yeah, I've been rickrolling people like blooming crazy because I, I just had a desire to monkey around with ESCs, and I figured that Blue Jay uh, was the way to do it. Because they were talking about this feature of, oh, we're going to implement custom D-Shot beakers. So now you can be really annoying. And um, instead of just playing startup tune, which is only mildly annoying, you can then make your D-Shot beeper play the startup tune. So anytime you land in front of someone and hit the beeper, instead of it going beep, 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 it plays your, your startup tune. Um, yeah, and I spent an inordinate amount of time making this happen for no good reason whatsoever. Uh, and that's how I've been making myself happy this week. Mm. And I posted videos about it because I was sure that was the right thing to do. Yeah, I was really excited when I saw that you you posted <laughs> a video, and then I I I click on it and didn't last long. It it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> Just I posted another rolled. one after that. I am I have not seen that. I I also. Oh. Speaking of videos I watched, I saw that Curry Kitten done a bit of SMD soldering and soldered a, uh, a, a resistor to an R9 module. Oh, yeah, one of the few times something. Jack's decided to comment on my videos is because he doesn't like my soldering. I can tell because he says, I've got some flux here to give you. <laughs> I, yeah. think, I think we know what that means. So you actually had like to I said, it to doesn't have R9 to be doesn't have to be pretty it just has to be functional mm. with the to convert the r9 module if you've got the acc st version you need to solder on a resistor if you've got the access version you don't it's super simple wow. and if you've got they the little nano the if you've got the little nano versions uh you need to use the st link to flash them so i, I went middle of the road in my oh. so you didn't need an st link but you did need soldering correct it was it was the capacitor side, the transistor side or regulator side was lovely, and the the, the other end of that resistor that was soldered to the capacitor looked like you'd done it with your front teeth. Yeah, that wasn't pretty. When I turned it round to show people, I looked at it and said, "Oh, that doesn't look very good, does it?" And I thought, "Never mind," because. The, the question is, it well, the answer is, it's not about looking good, it's about functionality. And mm. I'm quite happy to show the fact that, A, I managed to cock up during that video and go TX to TX and RX to RX, and then embarrass myself on Discord groups saying, why doesn't this work? I didn't bring that up. Uh, well, so I'm quite happy to show that you don't have to be a soldering expert to make it work, you just have to... Like, Ooh, ooh, ooh. Space bear your your way together. 
people don't know about a space bear. <laughs> well, it can be the little thing. A space bear is just a, a kludgy way of doing things. It was actually yeah. Jack typing like this, in which he had to get one letter of, of it right and just just match the keyboard with the rest. But yeah, you, you can be quite messy, um, but it doesn't matter if it still works. As long as there's a decent joint there. There, yeah. there was a decent joint because there was lots and lots of solder. Oh, I can't yeah. believe you're showing oh, the, that. The black bits, I think, make it work better, don't they? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think that's What's been photoshopped. Nice it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, that looks like an MS Paint job. Here, here's the oh. thing, because I, I spent so long concentrating on the hard side. When I did the other side, I was like, oh, this would be easy. And I was like, oh, that's just I, a I ground a plane. Like, you know, you could have just scraped anything off. I don't know. I was just following the instructions. The, the instructions are not always great in his defence. I didn't think the instructions were, were very... Instructions. They weren't very good pictures on the instructions, so that's why I wanted to show people in great detail about where I did it. So there. Yeah, there's a... The documentation side is a weakness of Express LRS because it's often done by people who don't need to read the documentation and think that they've been exceedingly verbose and put more detail on as applicable. And actually, it's just... Makes no sense unless you do it two hundred times a day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I did. I did manage to fly. I went out and I tested those in um, conditions that I could only say were very English. I had a very grey day with mist on a camera that did not like bad light, and then my goggles fogged up. So I was trying to come in, and I was like, "It's getting more misty," and it's not. It's just my goggles are fogging, and I'm coming in at sort of eighty k. And thinking, I'm going to have to try and land this because if I, why I, did if that I don't land it exactly, I'll be in the lake. People don't believe me when I told them about our, like, our weather and lighting conditions. They think, oh no, 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 you want you want that 120 fps DJI camera, it's beautifully smooth. But what you really want in the UK for about two thirds of the year is something that just captures every damn photon it can find and not necessarily gives you perfect colour balance or low latency. You just want to be able to actually see things. That's I just like one. to know where I'm going, and yeah. I like to be able to spot my landing mat and hit it so I don't land in the lake, and then I'm happy. But yeah, so I managed to get out once this week, fly successfully with one quad. My OpenHD quad decided to break down on reasons unknown to me so far. I'm still going through it, trying to figure out what the problem is. You suggested it might be sentience earlier. It's one yeah, of the theories. It's, again, it's become self-aware. It's decided to do its own thing. Yeah. There's there's no obvious failures like there normally is. Normally, if I blow something up, something goes wrong and tells me about it. But both ends of the pie are saying, I'm working, and the other side saying, I'm working too. But they are not sending video or receiving video together. So either yeah. I've made a massive cock-up on the config file that I can't spot, or there's some sort of element that's broken, but having swapped out all the elements, I can't figure out what that is yet. I've got well, the, you've the taken nice it people. out once in January. It may have just decided it's had enough of the weather and it's waiting that's for enough. you to turn your back it. and it's going to head to Spain. Yeah, the nice people in the Discord um, OpenHD group are looking at my config file to see if there's anything bad happened, but... I can't think Oh, no, when they're picking through everything. Oh. I'm not too worried because I've only changed like two lines. I was like, well, I think so. 
unless I've 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 started sleep editing files. I'll just come in and put like ASCII art of boobs and stuff in it. I don't know. Who knows what goes on? <laughs> that is funny. I I had a little adventure last night. I put yeah. together the Express LRS DIY DIY module. Oh, you got uh, your parts through. They hadn't come yet, had they? Yeah, last week. They hadn't, yep, and uh, yeah, got got it, got it together, got it up and working. You didn't waste any uh, time doing that, did you? That, yeah, that flashed it. Quick. It was literally a resistor and a capacitor, really, more than anything. And then adjust. Oh, we well, should have called me if you needed some help uh, soldering <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got the maybe screen I on there as well. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, maybe we should order a kit from failsafe to send curry kitten yeah <laughs> i'll measure i'll tell you what it is here's my excuses i can't see i've got that my special help. visor uh i'm just not very good at it and i don't care enough about it sometimes I, it's neat i check it out i've got failsafe to build mine for me i check it out like Oh, I just I just that. get manufacturers to send me them, so then I don't have to make them. Does that count? I can do Whoop flight controllers, but one thing of trusting like a Whoop flight controller to stay together, it's kind of another thing. Trusting your TX module, you've got to really believe you're good at soldering. And I guess fundamentally, I just don't believe I'm good at soldering. <laughs> it's not it's not too bad, man. It's like there's some castellations and stuff. I've done a bit of drag soldering and that. Okay, but um, you know it's. Uh, you know, it kind of like, it just really sort of like worked out. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty good. Flashed it. But yeah, I've just got to decide. Um, uh, just I, I just thought of something, yeah. Of, like there's there's a lot of people going on about like, oh yeah, yeah. Curry's soldering skills are hilarious. And uh, people saying about it, it's not even worth comparing your soldering skills to Jack. It's a whole new level. Show that clip of when oh, you built a plug, plugged it in, and literally every ESC bursts into flames. Because how every. it doesn't matter how beautiful your soldering joints are. If you wire them up the yeah. wrong way around, what's the point? I know. That was very stressful. That was like back in the days of not having a multimeter and. Um, you know those uh, Afro fun, horrible green PCB like PDBs that you know just remember PDBs full stop like like they made rage. no sense. It was not Kiss. It made no sense at all. It was like I think I've still got one somewhere. It was, hang on, let me find. So it's one. the days before people heard of TVS diodes. You were just yeah, doomed maybe. if you put it around the wrong way. Like, they were awful. Plus, they were the cheapest ESCs known to man. But it made such a good video. But the only the only downside of it was um, the uh, the copper wire when it uh, when it turned into pl- plasma. It, some of it like flew off and melted into my computer. Sweet Jesus, that really was a burn then. It actually exploded. Like I've seen yeah, things go up, but quite stationary, sort of. You know, oh, it's on fire now. Oh, well, that's annoying. Not like there are bits everywhere. Not not to that degree. 
Frank yeah. is saying you had a smoke stopper on the desk, so why didn't you plug that in before you? Did I have a smoke one? stopper? I've come in lit on the edge. Slash Frank says, Frank, you can't expect him to go. Where's the, where's the excitement? Smoke stopper. Uh, oh, I've got oh a kitten now. God. How is the kitty? Oh, one of them not too good. Been licking themselves. So they've gone off and they've got some medication. This is the other one. Uh, she rules the world. And we are all her underlings. And she's come to demand affection. Oh, oh I love them all. Don't worry, Curry Kitten. Uh, Papa Don will avenge me for your your total distaste and respect. Oh, are you locked in here? Is that why you're... Oh, all right. Okay. I see I Caroline's taken the plunge and has bought uh, yeah. Express LRS for all her quads and a TX. I hear so Jack has a TX, but he doesn't have an RX. What what's happening yeah. on that front? Have you got no receivers? No, I got to wait till payday. I think. Is it like Christmas when your dad says, "Well, we got you this 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 year, and if you're still interested, we might get you." I've got a PlayStation. No, no memory card. That's what it feels like. <laughs> I know. It's just like, uh, I don't. Also, I don't know what to. I don't know what to get. You know, I don't know what to get. I don't know whether to like run my. Are you tempted to you DIY know. it? I mean, you went out and DIY the TX. Can you DIY your own receivers? Of course you can. Have you not no. seen the ELRS hardware GitHub? They've got like, a bajillion designs for everything. Yeah. Well, I might, I might, I might have to. I might have to give that a go. I have got I've got two DIY RXs that I bought from someone. I have to say it looks like they don't perform quite as well as the ready-made ones. I think one of the Wi-Fi antennas isn't properly connected because one of them doesn't do Wi-Fi that well at all. You literally have to get it right next to your Wi-Fi um, antenna from the router or your PC or whatever to pick up the Wi-Fi. I think I've got what I would call the smallest Express um LRS receiver I've seen so far, which does apparently have a Wi-Fi adapter in it, and oh, it's the one um, flat antenna one. Oh, a flat so antenna! It's, mm-hmm. it's from Btref PV, so don't nobody panic. It looks like this, and that little Solo. red thing is the antenna. And and if yeah. you were lurking around the Express LRS Discord as as I did, can you solo curry because that thing is tiny? So it's yeah. like the size. I uh, know I've I lost my browser cookies. He forgot to sign in. So that little thing is the antenna, and compared to a regular ceramic antenna, it looks absolutely giant next to it. Yeah. Now so I think it was Jai or someone on the Discord did compare those um, about a year ago, and the reason they don't use that is because it doesn't perform as well, but it is a lot flatter. Oh, I didn't. I didn't necessarily think it would. Um, of course, most people are going to put these on whoops, but I thought that was boring, so I'm going to put it on the bone drone because that cool. already crashes on its own. So I figure if it gets 500, 600 metres, that will do. I thought they were kind of a complex construction, but someone said that those are literally just a bit of wire in kind of an epoxy or plastic just wound round in a coil. That's That's all it is, those ceramic antennas. Oh, well, I, I guess it's not... A super, it, it can't be too complex a design because it's too bloody small to do anything with, isn't it? Yeah. That it's just the of having like a coil of wire. But uh, I think Jack should build something that small. How small what, can you solve to Jack? Um, like, 
Do you do stuff? Yeah, yeah. I've been. I, I swore I've been doing lately. I've, you know, I've repaired a few boards and stuff. Bought a few Kiss V1 boards back from the dead. If you um, could do that, you could probably do some hardware yeah. for receivers. Yeah, I've done I've done some like I've done some fairly small stuff. There's different sizes as well, like there's the nano yeah. ones, but you don't have to do nano ones, you could do a slightly bigger one, just cut yourself some slack. Mm. Packages Is it sot? Is it what? If you would you do the ceramic antenna or would you go for like a UFL? Uh, UFL, I reckon. Because I've, I've, I, I replace UFLs. YouTube chat. Uh, hang on a minute. Just share this. I mean, Alex me. Federoff does even small, you know, he does BGA. I've never, I never, I've never done any BGA stuff. Like, he's, he's in the chat, like, doing some. Serious hardcore tiny solderings. Oh, look at this little tiny, and they got the same uh, ceramic clamp as me. Should we be adding this to the stream then? So we can yeah, do it. you want to pop it in the stream as as I'm useless and I haven't in fact uh, logged in? Yeah. So yeah. this this is the GitHub. So there's a GitHub for the software site, but there's also a GitHub site for the hardware. And so you can get patterns on how to create these. And you, yeah, there's some, some plans where you can order the circuit boards um, and then the layout for them, and then some examples on how to put them together and bits and bobs and all the, uh, the parameters you need to put in when ordering it, which look like some kind of alien language to me, but I guess they make sense to, to lots of other people. And then your, your little bomb. I think crucially the RX has more components because with the yeah. TX it's using a lot of kind of pre-made dev boards, whereas the RX, because of its size, you've got to use the raw components instead of pre-made boards. Yeah, yeah, which might be quite difficult. When he says bomb, he doesn't mean like uh bill of know, materials. Yeah, not the explodey kind. Yeah. So no one panic. Sorry, I use that in my day job all the time. Because so. uh because I don't know about you guys, but scarily we had a. Uh, uh, I don't know whether anyone's noticed. We've had the uh, CIA send us out a questionnaire. I haven't had a chance to look at it myself, but ugh. I saw it come in. I didn't know if I wanted to respond. I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah, I know. Is I missed questions like, how well a job are we doing? And we have to answer quite well, very well, amazingly. And there's nothing to say, you are sh We don't like you. Leave us alone. How many times on average do you break the law in a, in a calendar year? Zero, five to ten, ten to one hundred, one hundred plus. Ah, uh, there we go. That's the PDB that I know and hate. I finally found it. Uh, share screen. I don't think anyone's using PDBs unless they're building that, X classes these days. That one. Jesus, what is this mess? I know. And somehow... I Someone designed it to be a pretty pattern and not in any way functional, didn't they? I know. Is it is it Hobby King one or something? But it's goddamn awful. And the worst part of it is on the other side, uh, there's no markings. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. 
they sold a few of those, and then after a few houses, houses had caught fire, they probably revised this design and put markings on the other side. Or people just stopped running PDBs. I joined the hobby at a time when it was all four and one ESCs, and PDBs are kind of alien. PDBs was definitely something between ten and like seven-ish years ago, mm. I think. Or people running KISS seem to use them more because there's a, there's a trend with frames as well, like, all separate. You can spot how frames change because when we went from PDBs to four and one ESCs, people stopped putting fat arms on the frames. Like they literally had fat arms so you could fit the ESCs on the arms. Yeah, it was quite often as well that the, the first sort of frames I mean there were ZMR types of this as well, where you had the PDB integrated into the frame. So there'd be like carbon layers and then there'd be this other layer which had pads on it which would work as a PDB, mm. which is all a bit different. And thus you then had to have a regulator. How and, many times uh, could you crash one of those else. before you cracked the PDB layer? I don't, I never had one which had an actual layer because I, I think that was the problem. If you did crash it, it would it would break. So ones in the stack were sort of more popular, more the norm. It still seems but, to be selling those NMR frames to some parts of the world, you know, like that they are huge there are huge stockpiles of them, clearly. And you see every I now and then someone on Facebook. Anybody that's been in this for a few years will have at least two ZMRs kicking around. I've still got one on the wall, sort of one of my first quads, which runs three S Gemfan fifty thirties. It weighs about three kilograms and takes about ninety percent throttle to hover. And then mm, I've got one just sat in a box somewhere for no real reason. I yeah, I was just reviewing things today program. and thinking, like, what videos got me into FVV? And it was all the Metal Danny stuff. And I started, like, looking down the hardware spec. And some of it was familiar and some of it wasn't. Um, 2204 motors. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've used those. I've got, like, a 5-inch with 2203.5. It's pretty near. So that 1950 KV, yeah, not, not a world away, but 1950 KV on, like, 3S or 4S. Now, it was wasn't Metal Danny using 6-inch because he had a special Vortex quad 6 uh, named yeah. after six him, inch and it had a 6-inch one. Yeah, so 6-inch six six inch on 1950. But 2204 motors on 6-inch, I mean, it's mm. going to struggle to get those up to speed. You need to like wait for it to get up to speed before taking off. Well, that's because when it all started, the the sort of things running five inch were like eighteen fifty motors and stuff before the twenty two size came, so it was much much smaller on three inch. Yeah, because they thought, oh, bring everything down before people said, actually, we want to go really stupidly fast. Bring put big motors back. Let's see what happens. Yeah, but you have these really heavy quads with twenty two hundred four motors. I don't know what people thought was going to happen, but clearly, they would have struggled. Seemed to work. Yeah, between 2014 and 2016, that seemed to be what people were doing. And then you get to 2017, and all of a sudden, things are exploding. And I, I was looking back at Nurk's video of the train, and that seemed to be like a modern five-inch freestyle by that point. Like, all of a sudden, just everything changed overnight. It did get different, for sure. We've basically okay. been flying the same platform for four getting on for five years now, since 2017 is what I'm getting at. Like, there was a lot of change, and... In terms of aerodynamics and things like that, there hasn't been a lot of change in the last four years. No, if the only weird thing that's happened, I mean, aside from things like the radio system and the VTX 
changing about and getting a bit better. Um, the the motors kind of came a little bit full circle when people realised if they were putting smaller motors on, then they could potentially eke out longer flight times. So um, some of the long range quads are using smaller motors that you might have found on on old five inches back in the day. The the eight was it the eighteen fifty was it those kind of small motors coming back on these um these long range quads and flying for longer 1804s or 1806 oh 1800s somethings yeah 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 hglrc have released some 1804s which i'm kind of interested in and that seems to be people are shouting that oh this is absolutely great for four inch or three and a half inch i've got a four inch on 2004s and i really enjoy that i've got another one on 1505s but you've got the really new HGLRC 1804s, and you've got X-Novas, which seem to be a bit of an older design with a 5 mil shaft rather than a T-mount, and they just look a bit chunkier. I'm to go and buy a whole bunch of different motors to see what happens and just fly them all, but impossible. Yeah, those those weird motors you were talking about um, that Metal Danny had, they were Cobra motors. Yeah, Cobra 1960 yeah. KV. Yeah, but don't forget, Cobra uh, did the the thing where they said that they were a 05 stator and they were actually an 06 or something like that. If you they were an 04 on the record, at least that's what yeah. they're, they're sold as an 04. Yeah, but they're, a, they're not a lot yeah, of motor for a six inch. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just mad back in the day. It was just like, and I think he was running. I think he was running six six inch props and yeah, like the smaller motor, I suppose. Yeah, and he was doing a lot of punch outs. He was racing through the trees, which was really exhilarating. And I, I love to do that style of flying as well, where you're, you're just dodging side to side and keeping your momentum. But you don't need to demand a lot out of the motor because it's staying at the same speed most of the time. You're not doing a lot of big stop punch out, stop punch out moves. Look at it. Uh, that's what, just what. What were they thinking? Bus- and- abuse, Mark. That's it. Literally abuse. Definitely. Oh, uh, abuse, oh, Mark, as in... Eight um, motors. Why are there eight motors? Time cop. Yeah. S- screw well, you, time cop. <laughs> you, you had it coming to you if you got something. I know. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Can I have the unopened ZMR frame from you, please, Curry? It's not unopened. It's it's in a box. It was it unused was built into something. Oh, is it unused? Unabused. Unabused. It's probably it's the still, best you it can still lives. Because yeah, I I dug out my only H frame quad for my mm. POS quad, and it turns out it's four inch only. So Stephen, if you want it, you can have it. Because it is no good. good to me. Sorry. I've been having a lot of lot of fun with my little four inch um, custom frame design. Super glue on it. I, I was thinking you... about what we were saying the other week, and I did think about building myself a new old quad using the KK one board 
and oh god, no. the worst motors I can find maybe in that frame. Do you think I should use a, a circa two thousand six um, camera as well? Which, if it gets more than like a couple of photons on light, everything else goes black. And the uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, the view is like fourteen degrees. Oh, look That's at dead, Mr. Dead Dead Cat over here. Mr. Dead, I do love Dead Cat. I love that. Like, screw it. I can use my DVR. I'm not carrying no damn camera. Um, 2004s on a four inch. <laughs> screw it. Just go all power. It ends up about 300 grams with a 5S battery. This is. Is it, is it digital? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Cadex on there is uh, the run cam system, the old. I was doing a bunch of testing. I put out a video a while ago with all the different antennas, and I'm pretty sure this old Triumph does better than everything else. It is a bit of a chunker, but it, it does a good job. Um, yeah, so about 300 grams all up, but yeah, it goes like the clappers on 5S. 3,100 3, KV on 5S. It's a nice mm. combo. Yeah. You, you are, you're doing all the freaky stuff. Four-inch, 5S. It's like niche, super niche. Oh, thanks to GMB, you can get this amazing range of batteries. They 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 make like 380s, 530s, 660s, 700s, 900s, 1100s, 1350s, and they do them in everything. Like you can buy some of them at a 1S up to about 660, I think. And then literally every single one of those goes from 2S all the way up to 6S. And the larger sizes, they they do up to 8S. Um so you can get, yeah, I, I, I need a 5S 900 milliamp hour battery. I need a 5S 700 milliamp hour. Things you just couldn't get before. And um, 5S 700 milliamp hour on 4-inch works really well with these flash hobby motors. Remember DYS that went out of business? It seems they're now trading under Flash Hobby, another prestige name they found for themselves. <laughs> I've got Cobra Race back. Oh, my God. They were the trouble is they were so big those motors. Tone, why aren't you here? Yeah, because I, I had a look on eBay, and I I can't get the ZMR for a reasonable price. Um, you you can if you want I it thought, made out of glass fiber. I thought these yeah. things were still being sold. Queuing up for those, I'm sure. Yeah, they're not they're not being sold anymore, really. Like if they are, they're not in our market. But also, oh my God. also, I I believe as well that um, that that KK one board will not. It, it's that was never designed to fly in a small ZMR. I think you're going to have real tuning issues with that. We, <laughs> the, the, you're going to have tuning issues. Full stop, mate. <laughs> the the <laughs> no idea of that. flying something on a kk board in a quad is not to make it like look at this this is the new way forward <laughs> quite the opposite let's it's to sometimes i think back and i say oh the good old days wasn't things great didn't we fly so smoothly back then and then i had a look at the video and said no actually it was like flying an old bag of bricks but we were just so happy it got in the air so i wanted to recreate the situation of flying the bag of bricks um by by doing that i can go out and fly the tricopter but that kind of already flies. But I never built a quad from either... I built a KK2 quad, but I didn't build a KK1 quad. I think KK, the original KK would be much more interesting to make a quad because you don't need a computer to alter the um, any of the gains. You need a screwdriver. What, what could be easier? 
You don't have filters. Brilliant. You've just got a frame that dampens everything by flexing. Yeah. I mean, the, the KK was the only board where I'd like, use the trim switches on my radio because it's like, oh, it's going that way. <laughs> trim, trim it over. It'd be fine. No, no matter what, like it helmet, always had no difference. constant input. Yeah. That's, that's, you get good at flying those. Like, never, never take your fingers off the controls. They were always just there. Just the of these Cobra 2204s and notice just, that they're just... called a 2 to 4S motor. I would have thought a 1960 KV motor would be firmly in 6S territory now, but no, not these guys. 4S. Excessive tape used to conceal or attach additional items. <laughs> Lack of visible <laughs> registration number. Excessive tape. Additional batteries. <laughs> Do you remember this, Curry? I, I'm showing the uh, recognize suspicious unmanned area, aircraft systems. Recognize suspicious unmanned. If you want to get away with it, use cable ties. Yeah, visible Jeez. loose wires. Well, Frank, you're in trouble. Um, <laughs> Obviously, they haven't, they haven't seen my, my original quad. Yeah. How, how high up it. is it? It's too high up to get, as I would show you it. It's got well, wires sticking out of every orifice. The suspicious is just... It doesn't really relate to anything that you might care about. Yeah. Why is it suspicious? Isn't it? If a UAV is following you around, then it's suspicious. If a UAV is flown near people and property recklessly, then it's suspicious. Rather than, oh, there's too much exposed wire. Must be a wrong one. Yeah, that's it. I believe, uh, you know, what is it? Observe. Oh, but this is American. Damaged or injured individuals. No, battery life is typically 20 to 30 minutes. 20 to 30 minutes? That's my my amazing. You'd have to be running those 2204s and 9 inch props to get that sort of battery life. I know. Look for damaged or injured individuals. Damaged. (laughs) I'm emotionally damaged. (laughs) (laughs) If they see Jack in a quad, that's it. That's suspicious right there. We found a damaged individuals. I see why hanging out. Pilot, sir, a damaged well, I can't individual. E- I can't even check my own car door, so you know, without it being uh, being an issue. Uh, well, you are suspicious. Yeah, check the author name. Is it Karen? That sounds like a Karen thing to say, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, you should build a, a corresponding document saying how to recognise a Karen whilst out flying a quad basically yeah. anybody approaches you coming towards you in a forceful manner <laughs> I've, I've got a technique actually I fly under a tree which is quite kind of you know, stay away from people stay away from property but but I also have within a short distance of me a skate park where people play loud hip hop music and smoke a substantial amount of weed uh, which means that all the Karens are basically magnetically attracted to problem area skate park where they sit and tut and tap their foot or to whatever it is that makes them feel better and then leave me to find peace which is which is wonderful whilst i maintain the safe distance between myself and the skaters obviously yeah i am suspicious when recycling let alone a drone uh, <laughs> i can forward i can forward it to you frank if you want basically if jack's outside interacting with stuff there's 80 percent chance of him being arrested yeah, because he's just like this, this toilet only dodgy. Yeah, God. Oh, new technology. Should we talk about new technology? I think we were. Yeah, man. 
We're veering yeah, towards we that at the start of the podcast. Did I mention the D-Shot Beeper thing with Blue Jay? Yes. Yes. I talked to the, to the ESC configurator developers. Um, you can actually run this on your phone and they do a standalone app. I don't know if anyone realizes this. If, if you've got Chrome on your Android phone, then you can run ESC configurator and it, it runs on your phone, which is kind of handy. So I monkeyed around with that. Um, also, Beal Heli with their buy RPM stuff. That, that's kind of handy. If anyone's looked at Beal Heli, there's a lot of fear and general around 32.8 but there's a test code release that appeared sometime in november and i haven't got a lot of bll escs but i've got a couple um and it appears that they've managed to remove a lot of the issues and there was a nice video by limon uh, one of the beta flight developers yesterday who explained the ins and outs of that and uh, made me feel a lot more comfortable about installing it so i popped that on a quad and it seems good and um, that gives you that They've done it so that when it changes the PWM frequency, it does it not according to the throttle, but according to the RPM of the motor, so that it makes sure it's using a PWM frequency that's not a harmonic of the motor RPM, I think is, or the other way around, um, which is nice. And it kind of reduces aliasing errors for aliasing errors. Stepping, reduces stepping problems. I'm also running a ton of RC2 stuff for beta flight, and that seems to be working really well if anyone hasn't tried it. I've been flying this since July. Oh, crap. Uh, I should also mention Bardwell uh, found my patch and did a video on it, which, yeah, bury the lead. Uh, Bardwell did a video on some patch that I'd written, um, which I've been oh, yeah. maintaining since July, uh, and he put that out, and unsurprisingly, people started paying attention to it. Um. This patch basically takes the craft name and it writes a bunch of useful data into it because under DJI, you only get craft name and a couple of other things and you don't get warnings, you don't get LQ, you don't get RSSI. And you might say, oh, but I can use the uh, analog RSSI thing. And yeah, that, that gets you like a zero to 100 figure. But if you're running Crossfire or Express LRS, it doesn't tell you the flight mode you're in. And you can't get RSSI DBM, which is the more useful version of RSSI. Well, you've got to pick and only have one of them, LQ or RSSI, what do you want? So so I wrote a patch that kind of takes the craft name field and shoehorns a bunch of data into it. So instead of saying craft name, it now says LQ 1 colon 100 minus 47 or whatever it is. Um, yeah, and, and Bardwell seemed to, to find this and uh, he did a video on it. Um, and he, 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 he said he found a bug, but he didn't find a bug. Um, he actually was running Ghost, and he was like, "Where's my flight mode? Where's my flight mode number?" I'll refrain from pounding the desk because the editor hates it. Uh, um, and the answer is, Ghost doesn't have a flight mode, unlike Crossfire, where you see, you know, one colon one hundred, two colon one hundred, or Express Arrest, where you've got a bajillion different things, and you might get seven colon one hundred. Under Ghost, there is no flight mode. Well, there are flight modes, but they don't appear uh, in the protocol. So you can't see them from within beta flight. So you just get the LQ. And so Bardwell said, I hope you fix this bug. It wasn't a bug. It was that he was using Ghost. But he did find another thing that was really valuable, which was that if you see a warning, right now it blots out the LQ and you can't see warning. You can't see the LQ. You just get the warning text in the craft name. It just stays mm. there until the warning goes away. So I thought, well, yeah, it's kind of irritating. 
And I found out I could grab the blink state from the OSD, from the analog OSD, because analog OSD has a lot of elements that flash on and flash off, flash on and flash off, which don't seem to get carried through to the actual element. And so I grabbed the blinking state and I used it to switch between LQ and warning. So now if, if you have a warning, it uses the blink state to flash between the two. But it does it kind of crazily sporadically. It doesn't go on, off, on, off. It goes on, off, on, off, 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 on, on, off, off. It just jumps around like a maniac. And I think this might be due to some of the task prioritization issues with OSD that's happened in Betaflight because they seem to be saying that there's some little little wrinkles. I remember back in July, this used to work. It used to just flash normally. But they did something with the OSD recently that stopped it flashing. And so I had to like kind of put in my own form of flashing because the OSD elements were no longer flashing of their own accord. Um, so anyway, that's out there. It's under howls slash betaflight, H-O-W-E-L-S slash betaflight. Um, and I've put a bunch of releases out there for all the major unified targets. So you can just go in there and load firmware locally and smoosh off you go. You know, take a, a CLI diff or a CLI dump before you do anything for safety. But yeah, you'll get, instead of your craft name fields, you'll get the LQ and you'll get RSSI after the LQ. And then when a warning comes up, it goes in. And to make it work, you just enable warnings and LQ and RSSI and then move your craft name to where you want it. Bingo. Hmm. Thank you. Well, that's uh, that's good. Yeah, for me and Curry, who don't, he's digital. But so, well done. Yeah. Why are you there, Stephen? Can you and I? I I was chatting to uh, Painless um, last Friday while I was waiting for mm. a battery to um, charge and just having a natter. And I was talking about um, when I was talking to you about like I can't find the target for this card. And I was like, why does Betaflight want me to pick a target when it knows what poxy flight controller I've got? And why doesn't mm -hmm. the target name look the same? And you were doing the normal, typical program response saying, oh, well, here's, here's a file. Have you tried reading the source code? On top of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's self-documenting. And we were like, can somebody just make a fork of Betaflight, which is called Simple Flight or something like that, where... It has like a page as the configurator, and it 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 doesn't have PIDs because everybody wants the PIDs to be just to happen automatically. It has a slider that says "fasty spin, slowy spin," <laughs> oh and then God. you have just an OSD, and that's it. And everything else. Just I should say that what I think the, I think the beta flight devs do make all the right decisions, and I'm not in the business of creating a fork. I'm not going to pretend that this is a fork. What I have is a dirty little hack. It's not a full fork. I'm taking a patch and maintaining it. But I actually agree don't, with their decision. Don't undersell yourself, Stephen. You can do it. No, I mean, I, I agree with their decision because they said, look, DGI can't be bothered to do a proper job of this, so we're not going to work with DGI. That was pretty much the between-the-lines reading of a very, very long thread with about 100-plus posts in it. And uh, I'm not in the business of creating a fork. It's, it's well, just purely all I'm trying to say. Potato flight coming I, soon. I think beta flight you has fly become too complicated. You don't want that. Fly emu. Just I don't, don't want to know about filters. I don't well, yeah, want to. I, I think tuning should be automatic. Yeah, fly emu just flight. Just make that's it what, happen. That's what emu flight pilots do. They just flash it and pretend that none of the settings exist, and they you know put their name on the OSD and go and fly. That's it. 
Jack, is it, isn't the Kiss configurator like two pages or something? Yeah, um, yeah well, it's four. But four? Like, yeah, one of the That's pages too many. is Three pages already on the front. Place. On the front, yeah. And Couldn't the last page have, no one bothers with. Just have a dial for each of the PIDs on the flight controller, and then you can use a screwdriver, and you can just adjust. I like this. I'm going to try this out. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it out, but if I'm going to do that, I need I need to see Stephen's special wing that doesn't use any surfaces or something. Uh, I still sat down there. I've built two other quads since. I really need to pull my finger out. Yeah, sitting down so there, clearing to another Frank here with your, your procrastination. Well, I quite like flying multi rotors, and I don't really want to build a wing. But I've, I've bought the parts, and I'm going to do it. It's just it's okay. I'm not convinced it's going to be a wing. It's just going to be a multi rotor with funny wings. It will have a wing. <laughs> It will be towing a wing. <laughs> it may not necessarily be a wing, but one will be in the equation. That is good. Worrying. Uh, should we go through the news on the? Can you hear the enthusiasm? Hear the enthusiasm there. Did we? Did we have any news? I forgot to look at any news. Yeah. Um, we do. Uh, Sorry, I wasn't trying to wind in, you up there, Jack. No, 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 it's fine. Um, <laughs> Immersion RC have, I think, released a new transmitter. Uh, I believe Screw that. That doesn't matter. What is important is a dog was rescued with a drone and a sausage. Yeah, we can cover. We can definitely do that if you want to. If you want to cover that, I didn't watch that video stuff. because it important seemed too clickbaity to me. Was it was there it was an a, actual rescue? There was a five was second clip of someone about? dangling a, a a sausage below a phantom and moving it, and the dog followed it about three meters, uh, and that was it. But the important thing, maybe oh no, maybe, maybe this this was the uh, the reason why um, the reason why that uh, that the CAO released <laughs> that form. Oh, yeah, God. I mean, this drone literally meets all the suspicious definitions that you have listed in that. It, it, it's got one, it's got extraneous dangly bits. There's a freaking sausage tied to it. Yeah, look, it, it's not bad. But then they just replay that again and again. And I think, although this was the headline, what actually happened was someone got in a canoe and went to fetch the dog. Because there's a clip where, you know, the dog moves about three meters in response to a dangling sausage and then stops. And then there's a lot of footage of someone in a canoe. That looks like... Oh, oh Denise, no! Drone pilot. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, little bib. Oh, God, really? So, surrounded by uh, uh, real people who are search and rescue. Sausages ultimately did the trick. You see, I'm, not, I'm just not sure that is actually the case. <laughs> I'm, I'm unconfirmed. <laughs> I'm unconvinced. <laughs> so we it go looks like a, a story that doesn't seem to hold up very well. It's like, was it the drone or was it just people in the canoe went up on the mud flat and got the dog? This has the whiff it's, of the type of story a news agency might hold in reserve and, and deploy when yeah, scarcity Yeah, it'd be one of the swapsies stories they keep on news round just in case they need to trade a story with the proper the proper news. I um, it's, it's like the... the the one time that I I spoke to Tony, and he said I'm so good at airsoft, 
And then the next thing, he was accused of cheating. <laughs> Fiercely competitive. The cookies are just the the worst thing ever. I use a, a plugin called I Don't Care About Cookies. It's the best thing ever. Really? It answers all those questions for you. What does it do? Just things. go, no. <laughs> it just hides. <laughs> just like, no, no cookies, go away. Yeah. Blocks the forms, blocks the JavaScript. Yeah, so um, uh, Immersion RC have been sharing uh, the the info about the uh, full range 2.4 gigahertz um, in a green ghost to us module bay. It's totally different from Fry, from Free Sky. Yeah, Why is this? Is no this reason. the one they've built with Orca? Yeah, yeah. The real the real loss there is that. While FR Sky haven't tried to sue anyone, Immersion RC assumed that they would try and sue them if they released a module that was in that form factor, even though Immersion RC already has a Nano Bay module. So I guess it was on Orca's side. And so we've got a third module bay format. You've got JR Bay, Light, and then whatever the heck this is, which only has the Ghost module available for it. So if you've got a Ghost Light module and a full Ghost module, you're going to need to buy a third one to fly this radio. But this already has a ghost module in it, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. I thought you could you could get it with the ghost module. You can get it with a ghost module, but it's a plug-in. It uses totally oh, different right. format to any thing. existing base. Yeah. So this is the FPV.control? Is that what it's called? The radio? I don't... I don't know what the name is. The marketing yeah. bounced off my noggin. Because what, what I was interested in and I, I wrote to Orca about this actually was they said oh this will work with sims wirelessly on bluetooth yeah. and you can play on mobile to which i said they don't mention anywhere about ios and ios is particularly finickety oh. because if you want to connect to it you will need to be mfi certified by apple pay. and i said is this mfi certified can i play on my ios device and they said no but they haven't <laughs> they haven't really spelled that out in the marketing bump mm-hmm. it just says you can do things, but I'm, I'm still really interested. In, I, I was just going to say I'm still interested in some Orca products because one thing I learned about their goggles is you can record via HDI. So if you're using something like OpenTX, no, OpenHD, oh, there's too many open things now. OpenHD, for example, and you see me with my stupid goggles and my um, tablet trying to record stuff. I could have a single pair of goggles. I could hook in my HDMI. I could record it and I could look at it for a single pair of goggles and have analog, That's which nice. would be quite nice. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying good. to score a pair of goggles. I'm so far failing. <laughs> it's not going very well. They look okay, but trying. they're way more expensive than the competition. They're, they're sort of very 500 expensive. quid plus, aren't they? And I bought yeah. my Sky Zones for, I think, three, 330 or 340, something like that. They're just way more expensive than the competition. And you need to buy a module. The Sky Zones come with a module, and they're like over a hundred quid cheaper. So, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what what I get for that extra hundred pounds. They look very cool and everything, but it doesn't seem great value. I do. There's there's some interest as well. I haven't I haven't really looked at this in detail, but Orca have bringing out their own digital system, and I don't know what that's going to look like. And I don't think many people seem to know about that yet. Who knows? Something I, I, another digital system. Three, I think there are three digital systems from the coverage that I've seen. There's one that runs over 5G, 
No idea. Well, we're all we're all good for that now. We've had our vaccinations. That'd be that'd be good. I'm sorry. Straight over my noggin. What? 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 Why five G vaccinations? Oh, this was that uh, was a coronavirus joke about people saying don't give a coronavirus injection or vaccination because that five G's in it or whatever. It's the these are the oh, anti vaxxers right. type comments. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I remember there was a, a hilarious bit of graffiti um, that said uh, no jab, no chip, as in computer chip, and someone then later on sprayed. And amended it to say no jab, no fish and chips. Uh, so yeah, it's it's nanoparticles. the it's, it's I mean, they the, would charge a lot more for those jabs if there were nanoparticles involved that did anything meaningful. Yeah, it's the Tony uh, level of thing. We need Tony here because he would be if able Tony to was here. It. He could explain how this how this related to the flat Earth yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, does this all like put us on a slippery slope? where we eventually say that all politicians are aliens who, like, eat people behind yeah. closed doors or something. Well, yeah, they are and, reptiles, apparently. And, okay. and the Earth and is Tony flat, and they're, they're guarding the, the truth from 500 us. milliwatt. You know what's pissing me off? Cold RXs. My RX is so cold. <laughs> Can't fly properly. Uh, well, speaking of... Uh, speaking of... Uh, how, much, how, how, how much milliwatts is this? 500 um, milliwatt. That'll cook it. Yeah. Uh, TBS Crossfire Nano RX Pro Long Range. This was uh, a bit of inf- info from... Uh, Come uh, on, Taylor. Uh, no, and, and Numskull posted it ah. as well. Um, yeah, so TBS Nano RX Pro Long Range Drone Receiver basically gives you uh, your telemetry for longer. I think the download on this is that they were forced to release this and they're going to release one with diversity, which would be the obvious choice. But apparently, the diversity one is rumored to only do 500 milliwatt telemetry on one one channel back to your radio, and the other one will just be normal telemetry. But they appear to have released this ahead of time because apparently someone leaked it. That's what I heard anyway. Well done. Seems like an awfully powerful lot of telemetry there for people yeah. that really need to know actual telemetry when they're at like 40 kilometers away this and is it's confusing you. as well because a lot of people that do long distance would want to run Mavlink over the telemetry and everyone I've asked about TBS Mavlink tells me that their implementation of Mavlink is terrible and basically unusable so a lot of if you look at people like uh, is it RC, RC something, RC test flight, is it? Who does yep. all the boats and autonomous stuff. He'll have two totally separate radio systems, one like Crossfire or something to send the control signal out and a totally different radio system to send the Mavlink data back. And, and that's how the pros do it. So I'm not sure what niche they're going for here because their implementation of Mavlink doesn't have great reputation. And a lot of people are really running a separate radio system. Caroline says it's supposed to work now. Press release from TBS says it's working honest. Something like that. Yeah, well, the previous press release did. (laughs) When anyone was quizzed about it, they said it doesn't actually work. Or it works in a very limited capacity that doesn't fulfil what you want from a fully autonomous craft. It seems seems quite well-defined, Mavlink. It seems quite hard to get wrong. It's got a very organised structure and stuff. It's like, you know, this is how you write it out and this is what you put there and this is how you convert it back again. I think it's just a very chunky protocol. 
the data frames need to be quite large. There was there were some restrictions on what you could do with the TBS version, which seemed to interfere. And from what I was hearing, if you ran a separate 900 megahertz radio, you kind of sidestepped all those restrictions and you're able to run whatever the heck you wanted to. Yes, I know. RC test flight and stuff uses a a quite powerful um, specific data radio that just works on, I think that's probably putting out a 433 signal both ends and then he just gets it straight yeah. to his laptop so he can change stuff around. Speaking of that, you've got the new Beta FPV 1 Watt, haven't you, Curry? Yes. Which has a backpack. Yes. Which can reportedly the... do things like share your telemetry. It can reportedly do things. The only thing I've seen the backpack functions doing, and you probably know more about it than me, is being able to change your goggles stuff. So if you put a backpack on your goggles, you can have that change when you change your uh, VTX or something like that. And I have actually got some bits and pieces from some people to try this stuff yeah. out. It sounds like that's but, awesome for racers, but I don't, you know, I don't change my channel. I fly by myself most of the time. So, no, I think most that's of us say uh, this is my channel. This is what I'm yeah. set to. Else, you, every yeah. quad, you're like, where am I? What am I doing? Yeah, I've got like thirty quads, and they're. Well, when they were analog, they're all set to the same channel, and that's just where I stayed. If you're a racer, though, obviously, you know you're going to be changing every ten minutes to a new channel. Well, generally speaking, at race events, normally they're allocated. I mean, guys, correct me in the chat if you, I'm wrong, but normally it's like you're on this channel, uh, and you're going to be in in this particular heat, and you you generally stay on that unless it, it comes down to sort of finals and stuff where they might be reallocated again. But then again, people. People seem to love the the sort of the tramp wand and things where you can sort of the race mm -hmm. director can waft over it and, and change channels that way. It does seem there's a lot of VLRS people are racers, and I think uh, yeah they're trying to find an alternative. Well, you'd never wand. know it given the fact they're all about must have latency, and they call any other protocol like will you support SBUS? No, that's legacy. We don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that sort of thing. Yeah, there's, a, there's definitely yeah. some tech superiority in there. And I think mm. par partially it's justified. They're like, well, if we're writing it ourselves, we get to make these decisions, you know. So if you want to jump in there and write a SBUS adapter, I'm sure you can go do that. But the people who are project leads think it's beneath them. Probably it I is, have, to be honest. I have got <laughs> one of the little boards from Happy Model for the five-channel PWM, which I'm going to put in an old plane with no flight controller and fly it on Express LRS just for funsies. Because I can. That'd be cool. Just remember yeah. to reallocate channel five so it's not the arming channel. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do you want to do, <laughs> do the outro as well, Stephen? Uh, Okie dokie. Thank you to all our patrons. And then I just read everyone, I assume. Uh, uh, no, no they, like, they can, thanks for tuning in. You've been listening. Let's throw now. Like, comment, subscribe. You Tell your mum. Uh, Ring that bell. You smash that like button an odd number of times, uh, and like you know, you you've you've been joined by, and then you know you've been joined. Okay, so professional. Thank you guys for bearing with this. Uh, you have been joined by Curry Kitten, everyone's favourite. No one's favourite. You have say it like you mean it, Stephen. Everyone's favourite Curry Kitten. Yeah. Goodbye. I still don't. I, I still don't believe him. 
the fantastic one day Jack. I want him to just go meow. Uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Patreon. Stephen, thank you for your patron, your your patience with this awful outro. Yeah, I messed that up as well. And thanks for all our wonderful patrons for supporting us. We appreciate you. You're fantastic. Thank yeah. you, uh, and everyone who tuned in, and. Uh, if you're listening to this recorded and the editor's cleared that up and it makes somewhat sense, uh, tune in live every every Thursday at 8pm. Wait, you. this wasn't the rehearsal? On YouTube. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, thank you. Good night. Telemetry lost.